Okay. Bam, 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 bam. We're here. We are recording. We are here. Let's do a little first episode celebration. Woo! 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 Hello! Okay. Hey guys, welcome to Down Bad with the Shotties. We're your hosts, Chance. Robin and Bridget and we're so excited to have you here with us today so what are we talking about today shoddies before we get into it a little disclaimer for everybody all the information on this podcast is researched and discussed in good faith and for general information purposes only we the shoddies don't make any warranties about the completeness reliability and accuracy of this information down bad with the shoddies is always open to hearing any issues or concerns within the confines of our email downbadshoddies at gmail.com or our Instagram direct message at down bad with the shoddies. In this podcast today, we are talking about a specific subset of men and not men as a whole. We are specifically talking about men who fit into the statistic of being heterosexual, cisgendered males um, who have an issue with progression. Like, what the fuck is up with that? Grow up. Yeah, come on now. Little bitch. <laughs> No, no start talking shit. Yeah. Um, whether it be feminism, queers, people of color, sex work, etc. Um, these men are usually, you know, pieces of shit and are mm-hmm. unable to form a coherent platform on their views on account of most of their knowledge being taught through patriarchal practice and not by learning actual facts. Literally. Interesting. Okay, yeah. per. These, the f- these are the guys with like the neck beards in their basements. They're like, I hate women. No, no they stay up on Fortnite, drink Mountain Please. Dew in their mom's basement. I wish this was a lie. No, no literally. They're the ones that are like, Mom, get me chips. Uh, like, get mom, me chips. They're like, Mom, can you bring me some chips downstairs? I'm in the basement. No, literally. That's basically, that's Pete Davidson living in his in his basement. Not Pete mom. Davidson. <laughs> Absolutely no, not. T. Whatever. Okay, so first off, let's talk about the all-time favorite for these men, Ooh. misogyny. Oh, yeah. Um, the definition of misogyny is the dislike of contempt for or ingrained prejudice against women. Um, I think that's very interesting, ingrained yeah. prejudice. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Especially since it does give you that like further look into it to see that like they yeah. may have seen this through whether it be media whether mm-hmm. it be taught by parental like yeah. guidance like seeing their father treat their wife like this or yeah. something like that um it, it does really like show you how deep it really can run and i think that's yeah. really interesting i think it's it's very scary to see it like these men they learn this kind of behavior through like their parents or family yeah i think it, that's scary because it's like yeah. generational at that yeah point. and it's also crazy like they don't recognize it mm-hmm. and they just keep running with it and even if you like call them out they're not going to take like the steps to like fully educate themselves oh and yeah it's so right. disgusting yeah there's such a big difference between like knowing what you like Okay, I don't know how to put this into words. So That's okay. I'm just going to yeah. leave it for later. <laughs> we can come back. Yeah. yeah, we'll come back. That being said, if um, you don't feel that you fit into the statistic, but you're being triggered by us talking about something like this, mm-hmm. maybe you should reevaluate your choices. Yeah, yeah. think about it. Um, Talk to your near <laughs> femme person. No, literally. And ask them. Am I a misogynist? Yeah. Ask yeah. these questions. Don't, yes. don't shoot the messengers. We're just trying to tell you, like, what the fuck is up. Yeah. Literally. Um, Don't shoot the messenger. And it's going to say a lot if you have a problem with it. Exactly. Hate the player. Hate the game. <laughs> E-A-Sports. Sports. Sports. 
Please. Okay. No. That being said, there's also another thing that stems from misogyny, and that's a t- internal misogyny, which um, mm. it can be a thing for certain femme-leaning people. Um, yeah. So, you know, we, we wanted to ask this question of what do you think internal misogyny looks like? And we wanted to kind of like discuss that. I was going to say, if you could explain what that looks oh, like, because I'm like, I can, uh, I can try to explain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, give me your, yeah. Give me your POV. Um, POV. I, not POV. Oh, not POV. That's POV. So they call you Bob. No, no, no. So basically internal misogyny is it's okay. So you know how like with the patriarchy, misogyny is already like, I hate women. Yeah. Well, internal misogyny is I hate myself as a woman. Oh, yeah. And I that, hate being a woman yeah. because of society. And that also oh. leads you to hating like other women. Mm-hmm. <gasps> it's you, so it's crazy. And then it gets uh, toxic. That. Yeah. I'm not going to. This is a this is an exposing moment for me. I think that was me in middle school. Honestly? I was very anti like feminist, which is really? crazy to think about. But it like I think it came from I mean, I haven't, like you know, dug deep and been like, why was I like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. I think from like now looking back, it was from trying to fit into like male standards or like, oh, guys like this and oh, they hate all these women. I'm going to be better than these other women. Like, no. Uh, Like a type of stereotype, if you want to think about it through this, is like you see in the movies where it's like the girlfriend is really jealous of any girl that her boyfriend talks to. Yeah. Even though they're just like, oh, hey. And she's like, why are you talking to her? Oh, and it's it comes from like internal misogyny, and it also just it's that beginning of hating other women just because men, and it's pretty gross. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. And also, you see like guys hype that shit up too. True, oh, yeah. like they eat that shit up. They're like, oh, she's fighting over me. She really likes me. Don't know she's fighting over me. Uh, shut the fuck shut up. up. Nobody cares enough. No. Nobody cares enough about you. I'm At so sorry. All. No, agreed. <laughs> Please. <laughs> They're fighting over me. They're fighting over me. Uh, they both want me. They're fighting or over like me. The, oh, she's cool because she doesn't like uh, fucking live up to the other women's standards of like. I think I think it's very cringy when guys are like, "I like girls with no makeup." Yeah, like, dude, come on now, please. Or like, I don't know, things like that that I feel are kind of you know related to misogyny. I think a lot of like social media apps also have an issue of like following trends like i know tiktok mm, yeah and like i know when musically if you definitely. remember oh, musically no. there were a musically. few trends that went around that were very much like ick because yeah. it was just basically like also setting up like these fat phobic standards too yeah. of like you got to be skinny yeah mm-hmm. because also a thing with like we can also talk about this on like a different episode if yeah. you want um thing is with like social media and like things like especially like tiktok and musically they okay. only it's they very much only push like pretty people. Mm-hmm. They're True. like con- um, conventionally attractive people. Yeah. So like that's why sometimes you don't see like black creators, mm-hmm. like, uh, plus size creators, or like anyone that doesn't necessarily fit into the Eurocentric beauty standard. Mm-hmm. So okay. it's it's insane. This is why you see all of the talentless white creators get pushed to the top, like Charlie D'Amelio. What the yeah. fuck is that? <laughs> literally, her and her sister. I. Why would I buy clothes made by two white women that literally, like, like what do you do? Yeah. Yeah. As an avid TikTok user, sorry. It's <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, yeah, I can, I can abide, or I don't know if that was the right word, but I, yeah, like a lot of I've seen a lot of um, like plus size creators, POC creators get pushed down, and they're mm-hmm. replaced by like 
other stupid dancing videos yeah. on my for you page it gets kind of kind of messy because i get like weird random memes i get like fishing <laughs> videos sometimes i like frog talk <laughs> yeah Please. Frog talk. Nuts. yeah but i mean apart from that you know like every now and then i'll get one creator and they'll be like they'll talk about it they'll be like yeah tiktok purposely pushes us down so please like repost like and yeah. mm-hmm. interact with this video for blah, blah blah and i think that's crazy that they have to work harder also the thing is like people don't hit the follow button so True. if you find yeah. like a creator you really like on tiktok yeah we all know how like the tiktok algorithm goes mm-hmm. um if you like a a certain creator like follow that creator like they're like their shit mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like interact with them so you can see more of the that creator and also people who like kind of like a recommendation oh yeah mm-hmm. no, that makes a lot of sense yeah i think it's interesting too that like i okay i'm all i'm not on tiktok i have uh-huh. a tiktok i use it once every six months um just because like when i get on there i'm like okay great this is something that i can waste time with but at the end of the day like i have things to do and also like <laughs> I'm yeah. on thirst trap TikTok, <laughs> oh, no. but it's even worse. I'm on yeah. K-pop thirst trap TikTok. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. Oh, no, no, whoa, it kind of goes crazy. Oh, I'm yeah, not gonna lie. Go crazy. I bet, I bet. Who do you get? Who do you really uh, see? <laughs> Wait, yeah, yeah. I want to see. Hey, hey. I no, know. I got one that was I like. See some. My kink is Namjoon oh. pissed off, and no. I was like, no, okay, I feel seen and heard. No, cut the cameras. He's so hot. He is really <laughs> hot, but at the same time, I'm like, you should see. This is different because the objectification of women has been happening for literally like a millennia and yeah. beyond. Yeah. yeah. Like since the dawn of time. Yeah. Whereas like objectifying men was never like really a thing mm-hmm. because they had all the power. But now that we're like taking that power back, I will objectify a man. I, I don't will. care. <laughs> Please. I have no problem saying that either. No, mm-hmm. that's tea. What did you say? Sorry. I will objectify a man. Yeah. Okay. No, also, they objectify themselves. Let's be True. real. Why y'all, Why at your big age are you posting a thirst trap on TikTok? Oh, no, literally. Serious. No, be serious. Why are you 37 in your basement, Bradley, making a thirst trap TikTok? Like, I don't Aww. understand. And, like, you're not even that cute. T, you, you have your, um, oh, hold on. You have you have the, the wide brim glasses. <laughs> mm-hmm. You You have a neck beard. You have um, like shit brown eyes, shit brown eyes, and yeah, you're biting your note, eyes. your paper thin lips, and you're like, "I'm giving, <laughs> I'm giving, <laughs> giving us mom's basement. Pack it up. <laughs> go, no, find, go find your own house. Tea. Find an apartment and live. Like leave your mother alone. I know she's disappointed. That being said, another um, another thing that stems from internal misogyny that had mm-hmm. kind of like it had kind of picked up honestly recently and like the recent decade of like the 2010s and beyond yeah where it was given like a label i think it's always been a thing but it's never been really labeled as like pick me culture oh yeah um and the definition of that is an individual who begs for the attention acceptance and approval of a certain group of different things in most cases it's to attain the attention acceptance and approval of the opposite sex bingo this can't all this isn't always true Mm -hmm. you could also be a pick me for that of the same sex or yeah. somebody else. It doesn't oh, yeah. always have to be the opposite sex. I, as a femme leaning like gender fluid person, mm-hmm. am I a pick me for like men? Sometimes. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, it depends do on I man. understand this though? Yes. Yeah. Am I making active steps to stop doing it? Sometimes. I yeah. think I think um if you're aware, it's it's good that you're aware. It's mm-hmm. less of a problem. It's less mm-hmm. it's less of a problem cuz then like when you're done with like 
that bullshit. You mm-hmm. can like move on and like fix yourself. You can heal. Agreed. Uh, you can heal. We you can, can heal. heal. Healing we is can <laughs> healing <laughs> is happening. Yeah, yeah, we are healing. Yes. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> that was literally again me in middle school. Like the pick me culture was very big for me yeah. personally. I don't know mm-hmm. about everyone else, but I think yeah, bending and molding myself to the standard for men mm-hmm. was a big mistake. Now look at me. <laughs> I crazy. (laughs) For me personally, I don't think I've been much of like a pick me, Mm -hmm. choose me, love me kind of girl. (laughs) Uh, That I don't think that was like me as like a kid, but like now that I'm older, I'm like oh a little tension or whatever. Mm -hmm. And but I don't do it to the point where it's like oh I have to I gotta change everything about myself. Mm -hmm. I gotta change. I got changed for a man. Absolutely oh. not. Oh. And also, I think part of me is like, I don't see the point of me doing that because like, why? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, the, it's not, no. Mm-hmm. The, I hang out with yeah. guys because there's less drama. Yeah. Come no. party with the girls, babe. Yes. Literally come party with us. Listen, partying with the girls, it goes crazier. Yeah. You can't sit with us. No, actually sit down, please. <laughs> please no. sit with us. Please, please sit with us. We're begging. Please. Yeah. Let me please let's free us. you from your shackles. Yeah. We're, we're going to free you, I promise. Mm-hmm. Call in. We're standing by. Call in. <laughs> if you need free, hit us up. To freedom. At down bad, bad with, with the, the shotties <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah. You know, gotta do a little we'll plug. And also, if you wanna watch us um, in Ooh. person, plugging our in- our YouTube here, um, down bad with the shotties on YouTube. If you wanna watch us instead of just listen to us, this episode and our little trailer won't have video, but Sorry. starting next week, we will have video, I promise. Whoa. Kisses. Sorry, visual. Whoa. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to shift gears here. Um, yes. So now we're going to talk about marriages. Um, oh. Straight culture has okay. really paved the way here. Yeah. Um, so we've noticed there's a trend when a man and a woman typically get <laughs> married. Who takes the last name? It's yeah. the woman. Um, used to it was like forced. And honestly, now that society has like shaped its way around this like thought, it isn't. I don't think it's as enforced, but it's more so just like a, oh, well, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't really have to, actually. Um, You can take whatever last name you want or just don't take one. Yeah. yeah. Who said you had to adopt? If you're like, if you're marrying some guy named like Jeffrey Finkelheimer and you're like, <laughs> Finkelheimer, you're like Sadie Smith. Like, why would you want to be a what Finkelheimer? No. <laughs> Call me, me Smith. Hear me out. Like, if their last name sucks, you're kind of fucking stuck, dude. Yeah. And like. I, oh my god! Just no! Just don't do Robin it. Robin Finkelheimer, like I, I don't want that. I, I I gouge my eyes out, dude. <laughs> yeah, I divorce real quick, <laughs> please. I feel like if you have like a really deep connection with your, like me for example, I ha- I have a very Hispanic sounding last name, Badia. <laughs> I feel like if I, you know, I mean, I'm not opposed to the idea of marriage. I think it's cool, but if I um marry someone with a name, a last name that is not so, I guess, Hispanic. I'm going to feel a little weird because my first name is, you know, pretty white sounding. <laughs> it like, is. Bridget. Bridget. Yeah, like, okay. So I feel like there's a really deep connection to my last name and I'm going to want to have it. I don't want to have to yeah. change it for some, and also, some bozo. I see, like, discourse, like, all the time where people are like, if you're not willing to change your last name, you shouldn't be getting married. First of all, Marriage doesn't stem from someone's last name. Mm-hmm. Uh, marriage stems from like having a deep connection with someone to the point where you want to be with them forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I why agree. are we changing last names if 
if that's not like the point. Yeah. That's absolutely not the point of marriage. Literally. And if you're saying, oh, well, can you, can you not name me? You're not going to name me. Then you should not be married. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. You're just controlling. You're trying to control. Yeah. Baby, you should take my last name. Like, no, I no. don't want to. No, your last you name is... <laughs> Your last name is Shafid. I don't want it. <laughs> not Shafid. No, because imagine you. Hey, Robin Shafid. Hey, shithead. Like no, <laughs> absolutely not. Uh, um, I have a quote from an article talking about this, and it yes. says, "Quote: It's it is quite surprising. So many women adopt the man's name since it comes from the patriarchal history, from the idea that woman on marriage became one of the man's possessions." Says Simon Duncan, a professor in the family life at the University of Bradford, UK who had been researching the practice of male name-taking. He describes the tradition as entrenched in most English-speaking countries. Even though the concept of owning wives was scrapped more than a century ago in Britain, and there is currently no legal requirement to take a man's name. Exactly what I was saying. As it should be. There is no requirement that says you have to take the name. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's basically like, she's mine now. Yeah. Like, my mom. Like, no. My mom, she never took my dad's last name. Interesting. Period. Don't dox my mother. I'm That's so, so fucked up. I'll beep it. Uh, Please yeah, beep. beep my mom's name. Thank you. <laughs> That's so fucked up. But yeah, she like never took my dad's name. And like when she like gave birth to my sister, mm-hmm. like she didn't even give my sister my dad's name. Cause she's like, cause like she was even talking about this. She was like, I wouldn't give my child um, mm-hmm. the father's last name if I'm not sure that we're going to be together. Oh, so like, when when it got when she like gave birth to me, I got my dad's last name mm-hmm. because she was like, "Yeah, he's the one. He's the one or whatever." Aww, <laughs> he is a Pisces. That's nuts. Yikes! Okay. My mom's a Virgo. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Doesn't she have a Leo moon? <laughs> she does have a Leo moon. Iconic. Both her and my auntie. Oh, it's, they're twins. I don't know exactly how it works in Hispanic speak or all Spanish speaking countries, but my parents, their last names. They have two last names, and my mm. mom took my. Did she? Is it like hyphenated? Uh, I don't. Because I know in Latinx culture, it usually it goes the husband's name first and the wife's name last. Oh. Um. She, no. Like on her official papers and stuff, mm. like uh, documents or whatever, she'll put her first name. Let me let me think about this. Hold up. <laughs> no, she put her first. She puts her both of her last names. Like she, I think only. Me and my siblings took my dad's last name. Interesting. I have a Shout question. out to Betty. Shout out to Betty. I have a little question. Yeah. Would you like? Would you get like your like the, your last name like hyphenated if you were married? What is wait? What is hyphenated? Like it's, your name hyphen their name. The, yeah. Or reverse. Or like yeah. uh, give me an example. Sorry. Uh, say like. Say like you and Robin got married. <laughs> okay. So you would uh, become Bridget. <laughs> you, say, you would be Bridget Badija McCoy. <laughs> oh, like oh, altogether. Hyphen. You know, maybe I f- depends on the on my partner's last name. If, if I think a, their last name is hot, I'm taking yeah, it. Yeah, if they have a cool, sick ass last. No, name, listen. Yeah. No, because if I'm like Chance O Pussy, I'll take it. <laughs> Chance O Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I like the I like the idea that your mom had of like putting giving your her children the, their last name. Like if she knew that they were going to stay together. Like, if mm-hmm. she was sure, she was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I was born after they got married. Okay. So, 
she was like, yeah, have your dad's last name. Take pop, it, I guess. Pop Stop. off wig. Go in. <laughs> Please. Go in. Go in. Please. All right. I think we should take a little break. Yes. yes. Period. Okay, Per. Hey, bored of your own old tired routine? Do you need some excitement in your life? Then maybe karaoke night at Anime Club is what you need. Every Saturday during the quarter, from week one to week 10, we don't do week 11, we have karaoke from 8 p.m. to 12 a.m. Come out, sing your little heart out, no singing skills required. Also, the 12 a.m. is just a placeholder time. We don't typically end at that time. We hope to see you all there. Thank you so much. Uh Uh-oh, back again. Back to back, May back, stuck in M's. Okay, so we're back. Back. (laughs) <laughs> you okay, Robin? No, it's okay. No, that's just tackling in the studio today. Always. So now we're going to move into some personal experiences with these types of men. Oh, yeah, baby. These types of, like, these internal misogynies and these et cetera. So who wants to go first with a personal experience? Don't be shy, Charlie's. I don't. I ain't shy. I don't know. I know you're not. Alexa, <laughs> Alexa, play Not Shy by Itzy. <laughs> not shy, not me. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you guys go first. I have to think of a good experience. Okay. I also have to think about as um as a queer. Um, yes. I've had a few encounters with men. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, like in fourth grade, my first experience with like something like this. It wasn't misogyny or anything, but it was like in fourth grade, I kept getting asked if I was like gay, um, which is like like limp wrist, you know. Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> Which is like, I don't know. I'm ten. <laughs> yeah. I'm in fucking grade school. I don't like coochie yet, and I I don't think I like pee pee yet. Like I don't like anything yet. I'm a kid. I'm literally a child. Mm-hmm. You're quite literally. And then it kept going, and it kept happening all the way up until high school. And then finally, I just um, instead of accepting the fact that like I was a queer, I just simply started hating men and women. I hated oh. everybody. Um, uh. <laughs> I made misogyny work for me. Um, yes. And now, look at me. I'm honestly, I am not a man. Weird. There is nothing about me that says man. In the words of Prince, I'm not a woman. I'm not a man. I am something you will never understand. <laughs> no, literally, that's me. Yeah. No, I live. Prince, you are under something. Not going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that's one of my experiences, I guess, with men and how they act as like people. Yeah. If you want to call them that. Yeah. Sometimes. Like, I I was bullied by like boys like a lot growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, it was mainly just boys. Um, I can't keep with the girls all the time. Mm-hmm. But like, like in like, I even see say like my first like real experience with this was probably was like in kindergarten. <laughs> oh can, my god! I can think all the way back and like it mainly like stemmed from like I was like growing up as kid I was like a little overweight mm-hmm. and like they'd always like make fun of me and mm-hmm. one time. Jumping like to fourth grade, I had like this. Um, it was like a furry like jacket. It was mm-hmm. so fucking cute. Uh-huh. I I wish I still had it. That's so slay. <laughs> it's so slay. Um, I wish I still had it because it was honestly really gnarly. Gabe. But um, boys would always call me like gorilla. <laughs> It was not only fat phobic but also, also a slur. Very yeah. anti black. But Damn. they call me like gorilla. Because it was like a furry um, jacket, mm-hmm. and because of my size. That's so funny. And up. then, like, 
what like my most recent experience it was probably like my second year mm-hmm. either my second or my first year um but i was in i was in the spanish class <laughs> i've told you guys this mm-hmm. um but there's this guy i'm not going to say his name um per i need to think of a, a good big name i got you bob it, it it relies it uh no fuck it it rhymes with rely um that's a pretty good hit (laughs) um but we were in a spanish class together and like i haven't taken spanish i hadn't taken spanish in like two years Mm -hmm. and so i don't like remember like a lot yeah and like he treated me like i was a fucking dumbass like the entire like grouping we were together like he like never like let me talk or like when he's when I'd say something he'd like did you say something like yeah I did and mm-hmm. I I felt like so bad because like I could tell like he thought I was like stupid yeah Please. and so um like after class <laughs> me and someone else were held back because we just joined that class and we weren't in like the class for like the fall mm-hmm. and um the our professor he was like or how are you guys feeling I was like I'm doing, I'm doing great. I'm doing amazing. (laughs) And like after I hung up from like the started like crying Mm -hmm. to the point where I I called off of work. I said, I have food poisoning. I can't come in because like that just ruined my whole day. It was one of those immobilizing things. Yeah, because I was treated like I was stupid. I'm like, I'm not stupid. I'm just, Mm -hmm. I just have like a few setbacks. I promise. Yeah. (laughs) And then like it kept going. Like Uh, the entire, uh. like the entire quarter. Mm -hmm. It kept going. I was like, oh Yeah. yeah. I'm like I'm gonna cry like every every time after class. Horrible. It was so, I sucked. Yeah. Why would they treat you like that? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but like you you all know about him. Yeah. Like he mm-hmm. he he's a piece of shit, and then he left. Clearly doesn't love black women from infinity to infinity. Yeah. He, I know someone who does love black women. Oh, <laughs> please. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, save that for another episode, please. Oh, I will. Episode coming soon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Episode coming Ooh, soon. A little teaser. I mean, I don't know. I don't really have like a specific experience that comes to mind. I think overall, in general, a lot of my life, I was like, like I mentioned before, really influenced by, you know, men's standards and what they wanted. And I was very much at like when I was younger, a um, what do you call it? Like a pick me girl. To be, yeah. Someone who'd be around. Um, men a lot one thing that i realize now is that men like those same guys that i used to hang out with before who i was in this group with like and i identified at the time with them like at the time they knew me mm-hmm. i identified as only female like only women you know like right. i used she her pronouns but then once i transitioned to like non-binary and now started using they them pronouns they like stopped respecting me as much in that sense like they don't use my pronouns and i like I mean, me as a person, I'm not really super, um, you know, direct about it whenever someone like misgenders me or whatever. I'm like, okay, whatever. But it's, that's like one of the big things that I noticed change and lack of respect because I no longer fit into their standard. Yeah. That's actually insane because Mm -hmm. like it shows like they were never really like your friends to begin with if they're not going to respect you Mm -hmm. after you finally like figured out who you are. Yeah. And that's so like messed up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I that was it. No, that, oh, no, you're good. Um, well, that was good. I yeah. like that we had the time to take that space to, you know, like hear each other out, talk about some of these I things. Feel so much closer to you guys. Wow, I love that for us. Um, love that for our audience too. Yeah, um, get close. Getting guys. to know us a little bit better. Um, 
if you want to share some of your personal experiences with dealing with men, call in. We're standing by. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, send us a little email or something. You know, we we can listen to you. We'll talk about mm-hmm. it. The um, DMs are always open. They always are open. That being said, though, we're going to move into religion and how that Ooh. impacts males' views on Ooh, yeah. how they treat women and stuff like that. Shout out to Basim. Shout out to Basim. Come to, come to his yoga <laughs> classes. Yeah. No, literally. They go nuts. Great yoga. That being said, though, religion. religion's impact on men's views. So I have a few quotes that I've gotten from like different websites and stuff Laid like that. We can like popcorn read if you'd like. Oh, yeah. But oh. first one. Ooh, I can go first. Can y'all read? I, I, oh, yeah. No, that's okay. Thank you. The first quote we've so got. So, the first here. one. Yes. Sexism can take several forms. Among them, beliefs in heteronormativity. Oh, my God. Among them, beliefs in heteronormativity, male dominance, and that men and women are fundamentally different. Sometimes perceived as benevolent, those with sexist beliefs often ideal- idealize traditional gender roles or believe that women need per- male protection, which is gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it can also manifest in hostility, anger, or resentment towards women who challenge male power or traditional gender roles or in negative views about sexual orientation. So basically, they hate queers and they hate women who try and say, I am your or yeah. I can be better than you. And they that's say, no. Which that's, is ick. That's insane to me. Like, just because, like, people want to like not necessarily challenge you they're like Mm -hmm. hey we're like equal playing field dude yeah for you to take that as an oh he's disrespecting me shut the fuck up no literally yeah you sound absolutely ridiculous like (laughs) oh yeah i agree with the sexist beliefs often idealize traditional gender roles because once i left that traditional gender role they said oh No. They said, oh, fuck you. They said, mm-hmm. you can't sit with us. Oh. You can't okay, sit Okay, mean us. girls. Please. Bridget, do you want to read the next quote? Oh, yeah. Okay. Is it the one that's right under? Yeah. Sexual prejudice, on the other hand, is the internalizing of negative attitudes toward and belief in the inferior inferiority of sexual minorities and same-sex desires, behaviors, and communities. Doctor, this is such a good name. Eden Goff shares that while some sexual prejudice can be linked to fears like homophobia, most is cultural rather than psychological. Oh, wait, oh. Her research shows that while religious, religiousness can predict both sexism and sexual prejudice, the impact of individual differences and in social attitudes plays a defining role. Social con- converse, sorry, conservatism. conservatism, thank you, a preference for stability, conformity, or, and the status quo, which is often a key trait of the religious experience, is a greater predictor of these views. That's the thing, the status quo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They set this standard of like, listen. To the male preacher who's up at the podium telling you about God, listen to, or whatever religion it may be. Yeah. And whatever version of that, it's usually a male person who is in this leadership role telling you the good word. Whoa. I've never stopped to think about like all the times I've gone to church. I grew up as like a Catholic. I'm no longer in. You're a recovering Catholic. Recovering. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a recovering Catholic. All the guys, all the people, like everyone who was up on the podium preaching. We're always men. Yeah. Is that like a why? It is a thing. It's because um, it kind of goes back to like since women were never seen as like people who could be in power. Oh, we're just the, the church still abides by that kind of faith of like they can't be in power. So like some churches do allow women preachers. That yeah. is a thing. Oh, okay. But most don't. Like a lot yeah. of Christian like denominations absolutely mm-hmm. do not. Interesting. Um, 
which is crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't know how it is for other religions, but for the Christian faith, as since that was one of the ones that I was in, mm-hmm. yuck. Um, it does follow that rule of like you have wow. to be a yeah. man, you have to be like a certain my, like I don't know stuff. My mm-hmm. question is like if it's in terms of like wanting to teach the word of God and like wanting to spread like the gospel spread the good word spread the good word if you will Mm -hmm. um why should it matter if it's a woman or a man Mm -hmm. right that's spreading the word because at least the word's getting out absolutely like it's not adding up it's not clicking what's not clicking what's not clicking love (laughs) this next quote is very good at um defining what the christians believe um to be a lie where they talk about how the Bible says that basically like uh, being like gay is a sin or mm. whatever. Oh, I um, see a verse. Uh-uh. Let me tell you about it. Still, Dr. Eden Goff finds that even when accounting for conservatism as a factor in sexism and sexual prejudice, the relationship between these views and religiousness remains. Re- reasons she identifies include the sanctioning of sexism and sexual prejudice by religious doctrine or cultural as in the prohibition prohibition, sorry, of homosexuality in Leviticus 18.22. Clergy's views and practices not performing same-sex marriages and individual variables, frequency of worship attendance and congregation's level of orthodoxy, that's a word. (laughs) She also notes that since sexual and gender minorities affiliate half as often with religion as heterosexual and cisgender individuals, a low exposure to these sexual quote-unquote outgroups does not provide opportunities to challenge pre-existing sexist or prejudicial beliefs. Um, That didn't talk about the point that I wanted to talk about, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. Okay. If you didn't know, in 1920, there was a misprint um, with a translation of the Bible. Mm -hmm. The verse that they're talking about when they bring up like, well, in the Bible, it says you can't can't have sex with a man. You can't marry, blah, blah, blah. It's talking about pedophilia. Yeah, like you're not supposed to. When they say one should not lie with another man or whatever the quote is. Boy. It's boy. Boy. They mistranslated like boy to man and that's why people think Uh, gays (laughs) when they're not talking about gays they're talking about pedophilia yeah so damn so now what do you got to say christians so what's so what's up studio you can good a moment of silence for our christians who are in shock okay (laughs) so (laughs) damn in waves 5 8 11 and 15 Hilda survey respondents were asked about their agreement with multiple statements regarding relating to gender divisions of labor within a self-complete questionnaire. Responses were on a seven-point scale ranging from strongly disagree, which is a one, to strongly agree, which is a seven. We use information on eight separate statements relating to female employment and gender responsibilities with respect to child care. Where relevant, we reverse coded statements so that high values always capture patriarchal viewpoints. Pulling information from all four time points for the complete sample mean scores and patriarchal attitudes were 3.3 for the statement. Is it better for everyone involved if the man earns the money and the woman takes care of the home and children? So basically it's leaning towards um, that they disagree, which is a good thing. Yeah. Mm. 2.7 for the statement. Children do just as well as the mother earns earns the money and the father cares for the home and the children. That's kind of bad because they're saying they disagree with that. Yeah. Um, 2.5 2.5 for the statement. It is not good for a relationship if the woman earns more than the man. Ooh. Um, I'm glad they disagree with that. That's yeah. good. 2.8 for the statement. On the whole, men make better political leaders than women do. 
Glad they disagree. We all have very good opinions right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so far. 3.4 for the case. statement, mothers who don't really need the money shouldn't work. 3.7 for the statement, a preschool child is likely to suffer if his slash her, just say they, mother mm-hmm. works full time. 3.4 for the statement, a working mother can establish just as good a relationship with their children as a mother who does not work for pay. Um, and 5.3 for the statement, whatever career a woman may have, her most important role in life is still being that of a mother. Um, Interesting. That is interesting because I kind of disagree with that. Yeah. Um, sure, being a mother is a very important role, but it shouldn't be her only role. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, like that, like it kind of stems back to like the last name thing yeah. where mm-hmm. it's like it's a form of control. Mm-hmm. Like you're erasing her identity and she's treated as like she's just like a mother and a wife when she's actually her own person. Exactly. Like it's an, it's nuts. Yeah. Like you want so much control over someone that you, yeah, you just act a fool. Yeah, you just act the fuck up. No, it's crazy. I know a lot of like I don't know them personally, but I've heard a lot about um, women who in like a um, what is it called? Mm -hmm. Is it a heterosexual relationship? Yeah, like a man and woman. Or you can say like heteronormative. Hello, hello, heteronormative. Sorry, I was like, Um, in one of those relationships, the women sometimes get find themselves like lost in motherhood, and Mm -hmm. that's how they like they lose their own identity to like, you know, raising their children, which is you know, sucks. It does. Like also, when you hear like, "Oh, this is my girl." Oh yeah, I hate that. Yeah, she's yeah, she can introduce herself as her own person. Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, that's Robin's boyfriend. No. Oh, that's so and so's girlfriend. Why yeah. do we have to belong to the other person? Yeah, just say your fucking name. They Why can can't I name. be like, oh, that's Chance? Why do I have to be like so and so's like partner? partner? That doesn't yeah. make any sense. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely not. I'm my own person. Mm-hmm. So I don't have. Don't try to tie me to you, because absolutely not. We're going to wrap up here and we're going to come back and talk about different problematic male influencers and a little bit more. (laughs) Andrew Tate. (laughs) Say Andrew Tate. (laughs) 